I have some regrets about last week. Like, um, I very deeply regret not making an island boy joke. Oh, that is honestly, you said like, that to it, me. I was, yeah, it was pretty bad. You I'm, said it to me. You said it to me, and you're like, I have regrets. I didn't make an island boy joke, and I hadn't listened to the pod fully yet. And then when I got to that point, I knew exactly where it was, and I was like, "Fuck!" I know. It, you know it's, I it's know that feeling. It's so ripe. Like, I know. I know. Island boys. I feel like it's extremely rare for me to miss some sort of like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Joke. So that's what I mean. It's it's yeah. it's LeBron. He you know he he can't shoot 100 percent of the time. Like, Maybe I'll just issue a notes app apology on. You our should. Page. <laughs> you should. You should issue a notes app apology saying, "I am. I deeply, deeply apologize." Uh, when talking about the Corona Islands story and last week's podcast, I, Kevin Batori, missed an opportunity to make an Island Boys joke. And that is, um, you know, despite the fact that I was tired from driving from Zion and I woke up early and I'm on West Coast time, no excuses. I will do better next time. Ready? Three, yeah. two, one. Kevin. What's up, buddy? Nothing much. Every time you every time you blow it out. Really? I mean, yeah. that's 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 fucking how we know the show's gonna be a heater. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, you know. Yeah. Go back and listen to the episodes where I blow it out at the beginning. You know it's gonna be fucking good. Yeah, that's that's facts. I, even you can even hear it in Kevin's response when he's like, hey. And sometimes yeah. he's like, hey, and then you're like, oh, shit, Kevin's Kevin's on one. Yeah, it's all he's about, ready, he's it's all about the go. nuance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can tell it's, you know, it's like, um, you know, when two basketball players um, or, or teammates have been sort of uh, playing for a long time, you can, I can see the look in your eye. I know when you're uh, when you're ready to, to, oh, to yeah. break, have a breakout game. Listen, I'm well rested. Yep. I've been getting plenty of vitamin D. <sighs> Um, it's been good. California no stop this California's, guy. California's been treating me good. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Pete Freeman's got to be one of the uh, one of the best hosts. Um, yeah, just you know, freaking just, just a sweetheart. Just a just a stellar guy. Should we bring him back on the pod? I think he Absolutely. was a yeah. he was a hit when he yeah. was uh, when he came on the pod. We did have a bit of a mishap. We uh, we threw some shots at some. Uh, yeah, you know, well, we, okay. I'd like to apologize to absolutely fucking no one. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what makes the podcast special. Like if you go back in history of the podcast, like the ones you remember, the ones where they uh, maybe we got a little out of pockets. Yeah, so I, um, it, you know, happens. P- it you're happens. Speaking, you're speaking on a hot mic. Sometimes you get out of pocket. That's right. I, I sometimes Kevin, sometimes Kevin just forgets to delete it <laughs> or neglects uh, to because it's funny. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, sometimes uh, you don't know what's going to come out of these mouths, but yeah. uh, it is Friday and we are excited because Friday means good podcast and we got the Friday energy. I actually oh, got yeah. the mic in the way that I want it to be. So I feel like so free. I feel so loose. And uh, we got a great show today. We have a lot to talk about. We got a lot of great stuff. Um, I got illegal chips in the mail. Are we going to do this? Like, when do we want to do this? Yeah. Are we going to do this? I don't know. Fuck it. Why don't we do it right now? Why don't we do it? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. So um, for those that listen to the podcast, know that illegal chips are a drop from the people, the good, the good folks over at Mischief. Uh, It is a very simple concept where they created, um, they created chips. You can hear them in my hands because I physically have them here today. 
and uh, they are the flavors are illegal flavors, illegal products uh, that you cannot consume. Things like horse meat, things like blowfish, and things like margot cheese um, or maggot cheese. And uh, I ordered these because I was super excited to try them. I knew they'd be good on the podcast, and uh, also. Kevin's not here. So uh, this is not, this is a one man taste test and yeah. Kevin just gets to sit there. They actually, and, uh, not many people know this, but they actually don't ship to California. Um, is that where true? I, where I currently am. Yeah. So Alex had no way to even get them to me. Is that true or no? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? So you're saying I should have ordered one for me and one for you and had the hindsight at the time and been like, oh, Kevin's going to be in California on his road trip across America. And then on that day, we're going to both get these. Come on. You think that level of planning was going to happen? Gonna, I'm, I'm going to try them. I think it's going right, to be I'm going to go, because- go get a beer. Jeez. <laughs> get a beer. Kevin's. I'm going to try these chips. And then Kevin. Kevin's going to sit there and he's going to watch and he's going to be in pain and he's going to be sad. He's going to have FOMO. And uh, and uh, that's just it. You know, that's what happens when you uh, decide that you want to go conquer America or whatever the hell you're doing, Kevin. So I'm going to do this on the pod here live. Um, Kevin, I'm not not conquering America. Stop saying that about me. You're you're Kevin conquers America. What do you mean? That's what we talked about last week. That's not my show. And then I said that's not my show. No, that's exactly what you said. Um, Okay, so the chips are here. And the good news for you, Kevin, is that the box contains four bags of three flavors so it's almost like they knew that you weren't going to be here and that they wanted to give us one extra one so that i can save it for your return back in brooklyn which you are doing and yeah, well, that I flavor we'll see. i mean that, you know, that stuff like stuff like this is maybe pushing me in the opposite direction hey listen kevin you know um the thing about the the four flavors is that there was they were going to be duplicative of one of the of the three flavors to create four bags and i think you got the best one horse meat is the one i guess we're gonna find out but come on kevin you knew if you had to pick which one you would want for me to hold and save for you it would have been horse it definitely it's it would definitely be between horse meat and maggot cheese i feel like the maggot cheese just pre-predictions here not going to be able to taste them at all whatsoever but in my pre-prediction, I'm going to say that the, the maggot cheese is going to be pretty good. Ooh, um, horse meat, first flavor. Um, open up the bag. Smell made me a little nauseous. I will be honest, which is kind of gnarly. Um, I will preface by saying I've eaten a lot of pastries today. That was just part of my, oh, yeah. um, you know, uh, super shout out to Superman Bakehouse free ad for them by care package today. Um, they sent us a pair care package. And uh, I've been just eating so many pastries, so many donuts, so many croissants. And so I'm not exactly hungry, but I'm going to get in here. The smells a little gnarly, which I'm kind of excited about. And then I'm going to try the chip here. Horse meat. Hmm. Very cool. It has a bit of a barbecue vibe to it. Um, I do think. I do, I do um, taste the onion and like a little bit of like horseradish, and it does taste a little bit steak-ish. So meat. Are you, are you telling me they mixed a horse and a radish together? Um, 
they're not good, but I don't think they're supposed to be good. Yeah, hard to say. Um, made from a hundred uh, from zero percent real horse. I think my favorite part on the packaging is the horse on the front is turning into a potato chip. That's pretty stellar. I yeah, that's, that's just a, good that's design. great. That's really great. They uh, mm-hmm. that that packaging is quite amazing. So the first flavor, horse meat flavors. Should I do all three of them now, or should I? Come yeah, back absolutely. To them the show. Okay. Yeah. So these these taste like barbecue. Um, a little bit meat flavored. What's the yeah? Kevin, what, is, is any of the meat flavor coming through? Yeah, yeah. Does it taste horsey? I don't know exactly what a horse would taste like, but Hannah, you want to come over here? Yeah, I guess Hannah um, used to be a vegetarian. Hannah, um, do you want to yeah, try horse meat chips? Do you want to talk onto the microphone? All right. I'm up in here. Okay. Damn ASMR. It does just smell like a barbecue chip. It smells like a barbecue chip, she says. I'm intrigued by the black spots on it. I did notice that. That's um, the horse. That's not good. <laughs> Special guest, Hannah. Um, into the microphone. Just. I don't like it. Not one bit. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty awful, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of my feeling. Um, I did give <laughs> Hannah one that had black spots on it for some reason. That's the horse. Um, and that's the horse. So, um, she looks very uncomfortable. Um, there's no actual horse meat in here. I would never do that to, to you, Hannah. It's just flavor. Um, yeah, horse meat's not even that bad. Like they eat it in France. Horse meat's not even that bad. Um, thank you, Hannah. Um, welcome to the show. Hannah is uh, right. employee here. Ne- next studio. flavor. Next flavor. Keep it moving. Okay. It's going along. Okay, we got blowfish. I fucked up, Kevin. I ripped open the bag. Who like cares? In, a, in a shitty way. I wanted to put it on the show. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, just get, just get, get more. Are they sold out? Okay. Okay, here we go. Second smell. Doesn't smell like much. Yeah, get your face deep in there. Get your face. Yeah, in there. yeah. On the back, it says dangerous, illegal, fishy. So I'm looking for some fish smell here. Mm, the sounds of chewing on the podcast. Um, Ponzu soy sauce mirin um, flavor flavor profile. I'm not really getting much of that. I guess a little bit of like umami. Nice. A little soy saucy, I guess. Nice. Oh, that one's got a gnarly aftertaste. Whoa. That is not, I did not like that one at all. Dang, that's crazy, bro. That's, that second bite um, was truly awful. Ashley, you want to try these chips? Okay, third one no. is uh, <laughs> maggot cheese. Oh, my God. This one smells the most horrific of the three. Ooh, maggot cheese. Here we go. Smells awful. I'm sad. Like, I, wish, I wish I was eating these. Like. Yeah, Kevin, I think you would like this one because it's truly like it's like a sharp gargonzola, oh, like yes. blue cheese, like all the like smelliest cheeses. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Oh, that one is so gross. Yeah. Damn. All right, Kevin. Well, where would you rank them, Alex? Well, first and foremost, I wanted them to taste truly awful, and they delivered on that. Um, I will say my personal favorite was the meat was the the meat beef. I think that one, the horse, the horse, the horse meat, the cattle, um, the cattle for me was the winner because I think I could really kind of taste some of that like meat horse, horse flavor that I was looking for, and uh, that for me was uh, it's kind of a. Was the most distinct. I think the 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 blowfish one was kind of like generally soy saucy, no real yeah. like fish general flavor, I guess. But it had a, a disgusting aftertaste. I do not want to try any more of those. And then the 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 maggot cheese one was just kind of like kind of just tasted like yeah, like a funky cheese chip. Which um, if you've Sounds ever had like good. yeah, I mean it. It could be good. I will say again to preface, I am like completely full and not even close to hungry. So none of these like uh, tasted even remotely delicious. But I think the horse meat kind of barbecue angle was like the most unique and interesting. And uh, therefore, I, I rank it one, the 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 maggot cheese two, and then the blowfish three, because that was just mm. like didn't have like a strong taste. And it was just genuinely bad. Oh, well, you learn something yeah. every day, I guess. Right. Well, that's that is the taste test on the pod, Kevin. Um, I'm sorry that you weren't here for it. I will leave this by your desk. Um, it is the horse meat. Um, actually, I'll probably put it on the shelf. But, yeah, put it on um, the shelf. I'll get it if I come back. That was such a nice taste test. I'm glad we. Both, wow. I'm glad we both uh, got. To I'm sorry, that. Kevin. You know, uh, pretty, pretty sad that our very first official taste. Test. I mean, to be fair, no, it's not our first official taste test. What are you talking about? We oh we did we did the better bagel together. That was oh great, yeah. To be honest, like remember I did the moment. The, I did the Burger King, I did the Burger King sandwich that you made me wait, and it was shitty because we waited a whole hour. And oh yeah, you did the yeah. the burger the burger the chicken. Yeah, I mean there was no way that was gonna be. I I knew what like I I knew what it was gonna be. So well, you know what, Kevin? Um, there will be many more taste tests uh, to yeah, do. There we go. And uh, this will not be the last, but uh, shout out to Mischief. I will just say everything that they do um, has been stellar. And I'm excited that a lot of them um, are seemingly more available, right? Like it's not like some like $1,000 thing. It's like these were pretty affordable. I think they were like 20 bucks for a box of four bags of chips. And um, I'm, I mean, I'm it, signed up. You kind of got, let's be honest, you kind of got swindled a little bit. Like you no, paid, no, no, paid no, 20 no. Bucks, that. Paid five dollars a bag for chips that kind of suck. I, I mean, look at, the, look at the look at the look at the design and look at like how much work went into this and like the, the the box itself. Like, I think that's the coolest part about mischief is they really don't cut like any corners when it comes to the experience of the whole All thing. Right, like, you're right. The, they they fucking crush that, it. And that box, for, that box is that box goes pretty hard. The uh, exterior. Yeah, goes, yeah, the whole thing. Hard. Yeah, like look at this little logo here on the side that looks like like old school Uts inspired. Like they they you know yeah they're they're uh, they they do it right over there. And so for twenty bucks, like if they have more chips or things to eat or things to try, like I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna continue. Are you gonna to get rest. the Mariah Carey tops cards? <sighs> that one really wasn't my personal favorite. You know. Um, yeah, I'm over uh, I'm over Mariah Carey. I've heard she really sucks. Well. um, yeah, I mean, I didn't think she was great, but yeah, that the last mischief one wasn't my personal favorite. But again, LeBron, you know, he can't he can't hit the game winning shot every night. 
they do a release what every week and um they're they've been so consistently good so um the mariah thing was interesting it wasn't bad but i'm not gonna order it the illegal chips home run for me all righty um let's get into the show so uh segment uh holiday season we're still in it um last week we like borderline just like gave up on it because we were so disappointed by the the ideas and the lack of creativity going on but i think we got we got we got a good one here uh we got two good ones i think the first one is from uh panera it is the uh bread brand i don't know soup and you know sort of uh fast casual uh restaurant everybody everybody knows what panera is come on Every, what, how would you describe it though what is a panera a shitty restaurant boom panera the shitty restaurant has revealed ugly festive cups for the holiday season designed by tiktok star emily zuge in a move panera said they will hope to remind customers that what matters most in life in is on the inside um we didn't need that um yeah, shut shut the fuck up panera <laughs> They're embracing the ugly with its 2021 holiday cup collection chain dropped on Thursday. It's limited line of reusable cups with perfectly imperfect twist with the perfectly imperfect twist playing tribute to the ugly holiday sweater trend with a series of ugly designs. Again, you didn't even need to do that too. Like we don't need to connect Emily Zuge's art to ugly sweaters. You don't need to sort of mansplain what, you know, good design is. Um, or ugly design. So to help them with the illustrations, the brand worked with the Emily who's gone viral on me on social media. We talked about her in the past. She makes sort of a, she does these rebrands and she, uh, you know, she, she highlighted the O in McDonald's, which is my personal favorite. And uh, yeah, she's uh, she does some tongue in cheek rebranding. And so yeah. um, she's been, she's been, uh, she's been uh, crushing it. She did the Detroit lions t-shirt that they were selling in the, uh, in the stadium, which I thought was very cool of them. And uh, here she is doing limited edition holiday cups for Panera. Yeah. First off, good for her. Like, you yeah, know, we, we love uh, we love no clapping on the podcast. First off, you know, we love seeing uh, we love seeing a content creator get 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 the bag. Um, yeah. And especially, you know, she's been I feel like she's been doing some pretty good stuff. Um, you know, we love a nice design criticism as package. Um mm. I, I like my favorite aspect of these cups in particular is this um, this front one here with the uh, yeah. Comic Sans rainbow gradient reindeer type. Yeah. Yeah. I think that really hits hard for me. Um, yep. I would have actually liked to see this go a little bit more wild. This seems like Panera may have like reined her in significantly because mm. there's like, yeah, it's not super ugly. And as far as like her work goes, like, yeah, you know, I think um she didn't change the logo. Yeah, that's one thing. They, you know. they definitely didn't let her change the logo, which you know was a missed opportunity on Panera's Panera's part because yep. you know that logo is not even that good anyway. So it's like yeah, you know, yeah. What what? How much worse could you really get? Um, yeah, and it would be funny if it was worth worse anyway. Um, but yeah, it seems a little tame for Panera. Um, yep. I could I could see them really reining her in. You know, no pun intended on a re- reindeer or whatever the fuck. You know. Anyway, Some, mama, there yeah. goes this man. Yeah, but you know, I like I like this a lot. Um, good for her. This is, you know, yep. good collab. Like, yeah, yeah, no. Um, I we we talked about, too. Yeah, we talked about Emily before. We liked her her uh, rebrands. We thought they were funny. Like, and it was it, it definitely became a little cheesy for me when like brands started being like, 
hey, Emily, redesign our logo. And then they change their icon to that logo for like 10 minutes and like try to like get some clout from it. I like this because I think every brand in the holiday season in the coffee space is like trying to like outdo each other with sort of holiday cups and they all kind of look fine. They're, you know, the Starbucks one this year is fine. The Tim Hortons one is bad. The Duncan one, who knows, who cares? But this is, this is at least like something different. And I think it's funny and like, it's, you know what I mean? It's creative. And, you know, I think I agree with you, Kevin, they should have let her go a little bit crazier and like change the logo and kind of, you know, get a little bit more fucked up here, but um, I'm here for this. I love it. It's a treat for me and uh, shout out to Emily. Um, crushing it's a, it's a treat for you alex you or did you mean to say it's on the nice list oh god i don't even mean, i mean i my set these segments uh, I, I can't even get the one segment we have straight it is nice yeah shout out. this is this is nice list for me as well so good this is shout out nice. emily zuga um, keep doing it yeah get your, come get, on get come on bags. the pod yeah get the bag that's come right on, come on the podcast um, that's right we exactly. love we would love to have you Exactly. Um, second one is Salt and Straw and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Salt and Straw is an uh, ice cream brand, a little bit more on the West Coast. Maybe, maybe that could be completely wrong. I may have completely just made that up, but I feel like they don't have a ton of them here. Um, they've combined or they've teamed up with Dwayne the Rock Johnson on Chef Driven Ice Cream to create a line called Dwanta Claus. Get it? Because it's Dwayne Johnson and Santa. Dwanta Claus. Um, taking inspiration from his favorite indulgent meals, each ice cream flavor was thoughtfully imagined. They got naughty, nutty, tipsy, toasty, terramana pecan pie, Dwanta's Deramana spiked eggnog, and chocolate gooey brownie all come in a pack. And uh, yeah, they're also donating one dollar to the world's central kitchens, restaurants for the people program. And his uh, tequila company will match that because <laughs> um, nothing says um, brand sponsorship like my tequila company matching the donation. So, uh, Kevin, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I, th- I think I'd be an asshole if I put this on the naughty list because of the, the donation aspect of it. Um, but, you know, I fuck it. Like, I'll put this on the nice list. I don't really care. Like, I don't really get what makes these flavors naughty and nice. Um you know, yeah. if they had maybe some through line or concept that made it, um, you know, that'd be cool. But I guess it doesn't really matter that much. Um, this ice cream actually kind of looks good, but they did break the one rule that we really fucking hate is that, and that's putting scoops of ice cream above the lid line. <sighs> Scoop above the lid line. Got to got to points for that. Kevin. Many yeah. scoops, many scoops. above mm. the lid line. Um, but, you know, yeah. that said, this is this is nice. Um, the the monetary donation aspect of this makes it makes it particularly nice. Um, it's so nice of Dwayne the Rock Johnson's um, companies to be donating money. Um, probably cut down on that tax bill, but you know, Kevin, Kevin, let me stop you right there. None of this is good. This is the design's bad. Dwayne the Rock Johnson has never had ice cream. Like, let's just let's stop. Yeah, right his there. like his say he, what you will, but his cheat meals are legendary. Come on. Yeah, but do you think he's including ice cream in that yeah, legendary cheat meal, yeah, or is he just absolutely. going for like, I don't know? I feel like that guy is not putting a lot of ice cream. I mean, it's hard, it's hard, but to I could say. I could be it's, completely it's wrong. It's it is hard to uh, say. I I would agree with you there. Yeah. You know, who knows? He probably he's probably not eating that much ice cream. He's fucking shreddy. He's shreddy, freddy. That's what I'm saying. I bet if you looked it up online and you looked at his like 
cheat meals. You looked at like what his, uh, you know, sort of. Uh, yeah, but his these are inspired. His, uh, they're inspired you know, by his cheat meals. That's the that's the concept here. Yeah, fine. I, I think the flavors are boring. I think the design is boring. Um, I like I, I don't, I'm not a Dwayne the Rock Johnson guy. I don't like Duanta Claus. Um, you know, Duan- sorry. Duanta Claus is pretty bad. Oh, we can meet in the middle there. And uh, I'm okay. not the biggest Dwayne guy either, but you know, real recognized, real. He's a fucking mogul. Um, he's putting his name on shit. Yeah, he's doing the thing. You know, let the man get the bag. No, don't put that under my tree. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Let's get into the show. So for those that uh, are new listeners, um, don't now each week. Just keep moving. No. Okay. Boom. Let's get back into the show. <laughs> each week we go through the topics, the news in design and branding and uh, big week for Spotify. Spotify unwrapped uh, or wrapped. Is it, I think it's wrapped. Um, no. Yeah, actually, I feel like it wasn't. It, I feel like it was unwrapped. Right. Well, good, good question to start off. To I believe it's wrapped. It Here says in my notes, wrapped. It says wrapped. It's, it says wrapped. It's one of these Berenstein Bears situations. Um, speaking of, are you watching How to with John Wilson? It's back. No, not yet. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on that. Yeah, I watched the first one. It's good. Um, it's the time of the year again. Spotify Wrapped has arrived, and uh, this is the fourth year they've done it, or the fifth year, maybe six, uh, dude. I don't know. It's been going on for quite a while. I actually looked it up, Kevin. So they did it in 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021. This is the fifth year. Um, so right, Spotify wrapped. Well, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Way, look, facts. Way, way to do some research, Alex. Good, Thank good you. for you. Yeah. Good for you, dude. Wait a first time. Yeah, there's a first time for everything. That's a cool flex, bro. I know. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, it's actually the fifth year they've done this. Um, uh, and what they do is they take your data and they put it into a machine and they spit it back out to you. So basically they round up your music taste and they give you uh sort of a, Every, a everybody's a, listening knows, knows this. Everyone knows what it is, but you know, you get sort of your top genres, your top artists, your top songs. And this you, year they're give, giving you your audio aura, Kevin. That's what's yeah. new. Yeah. Do you even have Spotify premium Alex? So I do Kevin. Um, I, did stop paying for it for a little bit, but I'm back on Spotify premium because I know this is going to make me seem incredibly sad. It makes me incredibly lame, but I listen to a lot of podcasts like when I'm traveling and commuting and I use Apple primarily for, for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, As and one does. Uh, yeah. And when I get into the studio, we typically have music playing. I'm typically not the one playing the music. It's typically just, you know, vibes coming from, from some other computer. And, uh, you know, Sunday morning or Saturday in my house when music is playing, Jackie will, you know, play it off of her phone. So I'm not like the biggest Spotify guy. Um, and uh, but I do have Spotify premium. I did get a wrapped uh, end of year, but it's not very like it's not impressive accurate. or interesting because it's like, yeah, I listen to Come to Life by Kanye West the most. Shocker. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. My favorite song of the year. And I listen to Donda a lot. And I listen to uh, Ain't Nobody Gonna Take My Stride by Matthew Wilder because that's a good, that fucking, song song. Was, that's a good uh, fucking song. Yeah. Because that song was on our podcast. And then I just listened to it like straight for like fucking six weeks. And yeah. uh, I even considered maybe like thinking, like changing our theme music to that song. That song goes said so that hard. before, but it's not royalty free. And I, you know, I don't, yeah. obviously, yeah, we don't do royalty free music at the end, which is probably something we should think about for the future um, now probably, probably, probably not great to be playing full songs that we don't own at the I th- end, but i think you should play that. 30 seconds of them 
I think that's the rule. I think if I'll, you play I'll like short, I think <laughs> we we'll could do it. Episode 40, we're going to look into uh, the rights of music. at the end. This of is the like, podcast. I think this is 31. Ooh, look at us. Maybe uh, 30, 31, maybe 30, maybe 30. Um, but yeah, no, my my wrapped uh, sort of Spotify thing isn't really uh, that interesting or impressive. Um, my number one podcast was uh, Front and Center. Um, wow. because I, I mean, I, <laughs> shocker. Um, I, I have listened to that on Spotify more than any. Um, and, uh, before we get into sort of the design of it and Kevin, I want to hear what you, you, what was on your wrapped. I do want to say, um, it was incredibly sick and incredibly amazing to see, um, posts and, uh, people sharing with us that we were on their top five. Some people, even their number one podcast on Spotify. Um, that's super surreal and really, really exciting. And, um, in a sincere moment, like we appreciate you and we, um, we're we're just getting started here like last year yeah. we didn't we you know we're in week 31 we, we're we just starting this ha- thing we didn't have a podcast last year that's what i'm saying so to go from uh you know from from non-existent to uh people's top five is really cool so thank you for everyone yeah, no, and, even me kevin Batoro, who doesn't give a shit uh, about anything well, you know it's yeah. kind of cool it was kind did, of cool good good uh you know i you did reposted, you, you I reposted it yeah it felt pretty cool to be on the top of somebody's list it was yeah, we 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 thank you. We 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 appreciate you, and uh, we we thank you for your service. Um, yeah, Kevin, um, what was your what was your number one song? Uh, my number one song, fuck, I forget. Um, <laughs> God damn it! But I will say that this is probably I think this is the first year since Spotify's been doing this that my yeah. number one my number one artist hasn't been Outcast. Yeah. Um, every year it's been Outcast, and last year I was in like the point. Oh, oh, one percent or like whatever the high like i don't know i was in like the top 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 percent of like outcast fans last year and i was yeah. pretty proud of that um yeah and i think yep. i've like just been listening to a little bit more music this year what was my fucking number one song hold on please yeah, what was your number one album like come on kevin the people want to know like you gotta um you know we got the people want to know i mean i remember you last year telling me that you were in the 0.001 percent of outcast fans and you were um you know, you were you were so 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 proud. Oh oh, oh. my uh, my top song was "Remedy" by N X X X X S. Did your computer cut out, or is that the name of the artist? That's the name of the artist. Okay, what is that? It's a good one. You, it's a good one. I'll send it to you. I think Pete yeah. put me onto them. Got it. Um, one of the things I really liked was the top genre. Uh, design. Oh yeah, that type. Um, that type was real nice. That was real nice. That type got real squished, and it reminded me of uh, Front and Center, the podcast uh, artwork. It did feel like it was inspired by a very similar thing, which is uh, sign painting, um, where they just squished the type to make it fit the space. Yeah, so, I like I like that a lot. Um, I was I that was awesome. I was not so much here for the like the I, I I liked the ribbon idea, and I almost I did actually it was I thought it was a little charming that it was like kind of some of the curves were getting fucked up in the type. Yeah. So I was going to say that I didn't like it, but I guess I do like it now that I'm thinking about it critically. Um, so yeah, wow, Kevin, that was cool. But I agree with you completely that I didn't like it, but there were some charming moments. I think the type being squished really kind of sold me on mm-hmm. like the whole yeah. thing of it. Like if it didn't have that, I probably would say it was, it was, um, wasn't good at all. Um, my, my, uh, my other thought about it, it was, it was too like cutesy. Like it was too much. Like I felt like in years past, it's like, you kind of like get into it. And it like this time, it just felt like it was, 
it was belabored and there was a lot of like copy. It was just too much for yeah, me to consume. This, like it just like it felt like a chore to get through, which is the the storytelling was a bit insufferable. Like um yes. and yes. action. If 2021 was a movie, you were the main yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Like gross, it's just like right? just like how many like pop culture like how many yeah. like really really used internet references can we do? Like like for real. Like you. you you were the main character. That's um, <laughs> what I was saying. You're like 2021. Even your music gets a vibe check. Like yeah. what? Yeah. All right. Vibe check was 2019. Let's get it right. You oh always God. understood the assignment. Like shut the fuck up. Like just just tell me what my fucking songs and genres. <laughs> you don't need to give me this fucking like rigmarole. Yeah. With, like, you know. Yeah. Even 2021, your music gets a vibe check or like. You deserve a playlist because <laughs> your skincare routine. Like, shut up. I agree with you. Like, every slide was like another like reference just, to some vibe check or skincare routine. No, it was just or, it was so cringe. While yeah, everyone that, was trying to figure out what NFTs were, you had one <laughs> song on repeat. Like, shut up. Yeah, like, that's our bit. We're trying to fucking we make fun of people trying to figure out what NFTs are. Come on, yeah. like. So, stop it yeah stop the copy it. the copy for me is the uh yeah. the part i mm -hmm. did not like the most and i'm glad that you know i saw a lot of like saw a lot of stuff on twitter about people making fun of it so that gave me some joy oh um, did they they yeah. i didn't i didn't see any of the backlash because yeah. that that's yeah that's yeah. deserving and uh you know i think i think it's squish all, type though yeah squish, squish type squish type is great and i also think yeah. that it's funny when people are like you know are like Ooh, share your Spotify wrapped. Like, oh, yeah. it's like, it's like a, it's a, you know, they make fun of it. Cause like, I don't know. It, it's, it is interesting data. And like, let's be real. Like, a lot of people, like, you know, though many people share it, it is kind of a cool thing to see. Like, the playlist they give you at the end is pretty nice. Like, you know, oh, it's awesome. It's a, it's no, a net positive, I, but I do love shitting on people who post it. Yeah. And there no. has to be, a, there has to be a cutoff. I think that yeah. at max max you get like three and that's oh posts about your own musical like yeah i like know, genre i usually favorite yeah. song and if yeah. if i'll do it i usually cap it at one um yeah but yeah you know yeah. i think three you know if you do more than three like come on come on yeah now. what do we do i agree it's it's a bit much, but I will say it's a really fucking dope thing that they do. I do think it's incredibly smart. I do think it's like everyone is such a narcissist and they think that everyone wants to hear what their favorite, you know, song of the year is. And so I genuinely think it's genius. I think I'm actually surprised that like other brands don't do stuff like this, but I guess it's, you know, um, I, I would be like data curious. privacy or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I just like it. It's, it's, it's so interesting to me. Um, to see how successful it is and also to see how many people share it. And also it is quite cool to see like a little peek inside of other people. Like, you know, you learn a lot by their, by people's musical taste. And so um, yeah, I just see, know that you're like, Oh, this person's really into like dance music. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, Oh, I didn't know that. And like this other person who I thought was like, very cool. It's like, they're very, they're into like very like basic sort of like pop song like stuff. And so, yeah, I, it just, it says a lot about people. Yeah, in I a just, very judgmental, I, shitty way. I just know that you know Alex understood the assignment all year. I don't know, just making fun of that. Who? I hate that 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 copy sucked. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, saying that play, you, a playlist just saying, longer than your skincare. 
I was just saying that you understood the assignment. I did understand the I misunderstood the assignment actually, which yeah. is maybe I should be listening to more music. But um maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe they should maybe they should watch a little bit more TikTok to get some more niche references. Yeah, those references were like they they felt like your your playlist your was on fleek at, this year. Yeah, exactly. It felt like your your dad at like, you know, Thanksgiving dinner trying yeah. to be cool to the kids. Um you moving yeeted, on. Uh, you yeeted this song more than any other song this year. <laughs> uh square uh is a uh is a company that um apparently is it it is a technology company i think i most know it for those sort of like credit card swipe things that like you could uh put into the top of your iphone It, it used to go into like your iphone jack and you could like take credit card uh you know sort of payments from anywhere and it was sort of a revolutionary sort of product at the time in that it allowed sort of small businesses and sort of flea mark uh you know vendors and people to just like charge people for things on the spot and i remember when it first came out it was actually pretty pretty fucking cool um apparently they are a bigger company than i thought they were they have square cash app spiral title and a company called tbd 54566975 so kind of a sick name tbd <laughs> uh as 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 a company that does naming and actually just did a naming presentation earlier today to name your company tbd54566975 is kind of epic and i kind of love it um which is also where i'm going with the story square apparently is a company it's like a holding company it's a parent company to all these sort of technology companies that live in brands that are underneath it and they are rebranding to block so Square will now be Block, but Block still owns Square, which is a product within the Block family, similar to Facebook and Meta. And so, uh, yeah, it is a rebrand done uh, in-house, but also um, there was an agency that was associated with this called... 1.0 1.0 design. I went on their website and it looked kind of fucked up and cool. And uh, I got to say, I love this. Like yeah. when I, when I talked about uh, meta like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, if you're going to be like the future of the internet and you're going to be some like fo- future forecasting, like metaverse, like sh- you're taking us to the future. Like, I think your design should be a little bit more uh, breakthrough, a little bit more weird, a little bit more interesting, a little bit more dynamic and uh not just kind of like every other software tech company that you've ever seen this is you know this is the kind of stuff that i was kind of hoping for like yeah this has some like really interesting elements like it has a block as a logo but it's got so many dimension and it's got so much color and it's like has this amazing sort of like uh, animated uh mark that it just is is funky and weird and um i just gotta say say, like did you say flexible brand system it is a little bit of a flexible brand system, but it is, um, I just, I got to say, like, it's just, it's the opposite of kind of like um, a lot of what's going on in design. I think it's like pretty cool and pretty uh, forward thinking. And it just feels like it makes me interested and intrigued by it. And I also just didn't know that Square was a company that had all these other apps, including Tidal, um, which um, they own Tidal. I didn't. Damn. They own title, yeah. The music streaming platform. Speaking of Spotify, and yeah, the design is cool. Like, um, my also thought um, about this was like, how the hell did they get the name? Speaking of naming, how the hell did they get Block as a trademark name? That's that's a 
that's a huge, <laughs> that's a huge win. Um, but yeah, all the brands sort of, um, they help other businesses or, and so therefore they're building blocks and, uh, yeah, it's a parent company, um, that, uh, rebrand or new introduction of a brand. And I, and I dig it. I really like it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I feel like this is like one, kind of the first time or kind of the cutting edge of like brands dipping their toe into like the metaverse or whatever. Like, yeah, it's yeah. very much like that inspired. Like they added the, the they had, like they went square to block, which is a pretty great evolution. If you ask me, um, you know, just adding adding the uh, adding that dimensionality and uh, adding kind of like the flexibility to kind of be whatever. I think that's pretty sick. Um, yeah, they, they did a great job. Uh, kudos to them. Great work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't really have much more to say about this, but, uh, fuck the metaverse. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's just really well executed and it's kind of like has a lot of cool motion and it just feels like a, a futuristic tech company. And I think yeah. that's what like, it definitely feels I think, like 2022 in the, yeah, like, exactly. 2022. Like so this could be a little bit of a, yeah, this could be a, like a little precursor to sort of like where design could be going in a weird way where it's like very sort of multidimensional and sort of has this sort of like, you know, whatever web three is, you know, then maybe, maybe, maybe it looks like this. Um, I, um, <clears throat> I did invite my friend on to the podcast to talk, nice. talk to us about web three nice. is, um, nice. I made the, I made the very funny joke. Um, do you think I'll understand web three if I didn't see web two? <laughs> Boom. That's a good joke. And, um, that is a good joke. Good job, Alex. Thank you very much. And so we're going to get him on the pod and he'll, he's going to explain it to us and it's going to be awesome. And I can't yeah. wait. Um, you know, I will say one last thought on this is, uh, yep. they really understood the assignment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. They, uh, you know, they, they, they crushed this one. That logo is on yeet. Yeah. No, but like, it's, it, 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 it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's actually very good, and yeah. so I don't know what uh, I don't know what that company. Um, uh, I keep forgetting it. So it's twenty really the year of huge parent companies like revealing themselves or like forming and. <laughs> it's a good. Is that what's happening here? It's a good call out. We are definitely sort of like getting into some sort of weird parent company parent company off, right? Like, it's. Who it's PNG versus Meta versus Block versus you know the Coca Cola company like versus like I feel like Pepsi or Coke should do this move. They should create some sort of like parent company. Um, Isn't Pepsi and Coke aren't they aren't they the parent companies though? Well, that's what I'm saying. Coca Cola company is the parent company of of Coke, and Pepsi Co is the parent company of Pepsi. I feel like both of them should go there. And uh, ready um, for this, Kevin, I'm ready to introduce the um, parent company to Center. Go ahead. Center first. Centerverse. Centerverse is good. I mean, come on. You know what the real, the real parent company for Center would be? Joni. Middle. Middle. Or Joni. Joni, you're right. It, it's either Joni or Middle. Both are pretty good parent company names for us. Um, yeah, I agree. We got to make more things, but I guess front and center, center, parent company, middle. I guess I think center is the, the parent company for front and center. Oh, yeah. I, I guess, but then center the design studio and then 
front and center. I guess center is the parent company. This is a thrilling conversation. Yeah. Okay. Moving on, Kevin. Last story of the day comes from a uh, brand we all love and grew up with. Kevin, do you grow up with Playboy? Not so much. I was more of a I was I was more of a browsers guy. (laughs) I mean, that's just the difference between our ages. Cardi B is uh, is is the first Playboy creative director in residence. And uh, basically, it's a brand new role at the global lifestyle brand (laughs) Playboy, um, known for their sort of pornographic magazines and I guess media, Internet presence. Uh, Instagram. I don't. Who knows what Playboy is up to? But uh, they've uh, they brought in Cardi B. She's now she's going to provide quote artistic direction across co-branded fashion and sexual wellness merchandise collections, digital editorial, experiential activations, and more, according to Playboy's official announcement on Thursday. So she's take. They're taking our jobs, Kevin. This feels, like a, this feels like a lot of work. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think Cardi B is going to. I think she's already. The things that she like, had to do. Yeah, it seems like she's already pretty busy. Yeah. 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 She's hosting shit. She's an artist. She's like a TV star, right? Like, yeah, she doesn't. She's got to do. <laughs> she's going to be co-branded fashion sexual wellness merchandise collections digital editorial experiential activations and more and that's that's that feels like a lot of yeah a lot of job for cardi b to do and then the so first and foremost like i hate the like creative director um you know celebrity creative director because you know that there's lady gaga know about taking photos (laughs) exactly um that's <laughs> that shit has always pissed me off because it's like you know there's a real creative director at Playboy who's like really working their ass off doing yeah, all this like, stuff what, and then they like not- Cardi B looks at it and is like that one's I like that one I like this one and uh, this one uh, you know yeah let her let her pick she's got good taste like I don't know this is like such a creative person like a uh, friggin' celebrity creative director like nah just who cares like it's gonna happen like people i know have, people i know i know more, i hear myself i hear myself people have way more influence like you know they fine cardi b knows what's cool like she'll she'll do a good job like i feel like she probably has more of her finger on the pulse than some fucking like whoever the hell they have as the creative director there which who i'm sure is quite talented and you know surely maybe there will be some a little bit of like uh tension there but mm-hmm. you gotta mm-hmm. what, 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 what if you're kevin wait you're the creative director at playboy you've been working as a designer and then an art director and you know creative director for you know 20 years and all of a sudden they're like hey kevin got some big news for you we're gonna bring in cardi b and she's all of a sudden in you know creative director for playboy you yeah know, gets announced uh, and like what are they gonna what are they gonna doing annou- all the work what are they gonna announce me for playboy creative director like no get the fuck out of here like i don't know no, she's listen, good not with her. that attitude kevin um, good for her. like she's gonna elevate the brand she's gonna do stuff that you know probably yeah you know to i no, i get, is, what, get what you're saying of like you know how involved is this person actually gonna be but no, I, I know i sound i sound like old man yelling at cloud i get it but like I will say it it always, you know, again, it always, you know, sort of rubs me the wrong way. I will say this is ever, this is creative director in residence, which I guess means like she's going to be doing it for a short period of time. And so it's not a permanent position. Yeah. So they, so they don't have to fire her or just like announce that she's no longer the creative director. So she's just like, she's they've there already, for a couple. They've of already got an out. out. 
I also didn't they say she was like going to be some sort of like she had some sort of founder role for um Centerfold, which is like the OnlyFans spinoff they're doing. Okay, yeah. So I want to get to that, you know, second. So the first thing is like about her role as like you know creative director in residence. I think that's you know I think that's cool. I, I mean, this is no fucking shade at Cardi B. Like she's a legend. She's incredible. I just like I always find this sort of celebrity creative director thing a little bit uh, uh, just uh, nauseous. Yeah, no, as, you, as you would, as you would, as as an actual creative director. Like I I, I think that. Um, but you know, again, that's fine. She's a movie star and a rap star, and why not uh, be a creative director um, for Playboy? It 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 it's it's cool. Um, makes sense. But I thought that. Fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, putting my sort of like, you know, old man uh, sort of, uh, you know, at yells of cloud aside. I did think there was something that was actually even more interesting about this article, which is the third or fourth paragraph where it says Cardi will also serve as founding creative director for a forthcoming new content platform from the company called Centerfold, which course, you know, uh, shout out to us, we're in the name, the creator led platform that's been compared to OnlyFans is expected to launch this month, December 2021. So that's right now. It aims to allow creators to interact directly with their fans, expand their communities and build their own personal content and commerce businesses. What exactly Cardi B will be doing, we're no one's sure, but she's promised to make it a place where creators can express themselves freely and unfiltered. Uh, or fil- freely and unfiltered. Um, that is really interesting because like yeah. Playboy the magazine business is, uh, you know, is dead. No one's, no one's buying, you know, they're not, they're not making their dollars from magazines. Um, and so they got to, they got to pivot. And so a OnlyFans competitor from Playboy, because the Playboy name still means something like to be yeah, a Playmate absolutely, is absolutely. like, you know, I think, I think it's got, well, they're going to be, it's going to be centerfolds. They're not going to be, play, they're not going to be playmates. I think they still have to like, I think playmates still probably, I don't know, more of an elevated, the probably yeah, more of an elevated thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But I'm saying like the idea of Playboy, the brand still yeah. having juice and to try to like reimagine it and reinvent it for a sort of like, future audience and like a future sort of world where um yeah it, to sort of social network if i it and kind of create some sort of all only fans uh, sort of competitor or sort of space like with the playboy name like i think that's really smart and i think it actually could be really interesting especially yeah. if only fans continues to like maybe like uh, you know, they've, 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 we've talked about them a bunch here where they've sort of, uh, they, they, at some point yeah. they, they were going to stop like allowing, uh, sex workers to be on the platform. So I think if they make a mistake, like I, uh, like that, which they wound up not doing, I do think there's an opportunity for Playboy or sort of, uh, you know, a brand like it to kind of come in and do something and, um, yeah. with Cardi B attached and the name and a name like centerfold. Yeah. It's pretty sick. I mean, I feel like all they can be cool. I feel like all they really have to do is just give a larger percentage to the creator, like take, take less. And, you know, I think that's kind of just how you beat only fans is like you take like five, 10, 15% less and you let, yeah. give, money, give let the creator have that money. Like yeah. it's, only, it's only a matter of time. until people are switching over. Cause like, you know, people love their money. And like, as yeah, they, I mean, as they fucking yeah. should, because if you're making content, like, you know, you don't really want somebody in your fucking pocket, you know? Yeah. And I think OnlyFans, only like, and I think the OnlyFans brand, right? Like, it's not like it's like a very strong, like, well, you know, I think it's, it's, it's a platform that, like you said, allows a lot of people to make money and, 
um, is, is sort of legitimized sex work in a really beautiful and amazing way. But I don't think there's loyalty to OnlyFans. No. Um, to, and, and to your point, like, especially yeah. after the summer when they were like, yeah, no more sex workers. So, and then yeah, like, oh, I think- just get, just kidding. Yeah, exactly. So for them to do that, and then also to like, you know, as a design podcast, we got to talk about like the design of the brand. Like it's, it doesn't like, there's no like affinity to the brand that like, I want to be a part of OnlyFans. Like it looks pretty dated and kind of old. And I don't think, I don't don't think that's it though. Nobody, nobody is on OnlyFans. Like, oh yeah, this is, this, this brand's going to shit. It's old and dated. The logo sucks. Well, I think Kevin, this is where you and I are different. Like, they're concerned about the money. Agreed. Yeah. But I do think like there isn't any like clout to being a, a part of OnlyFans because of like its brand and its design. Yeah, I, and I it's, agree. Like, you know what but, I mean? No one's wearing like. Yeah. But there was there was clout to being with OnlyFans before they had like decimated themselves by threatening to sure. kick sex workers off and that's, the platform. Agreed. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the 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 brand loyalty isn't necessarily there because of mistakes they've made. And I'm just saying the design of it is not like, like there isn't a lot of brand equity or affinity that like they've built in, in outside of just providing opportunities for people to make money. So Playboy comes in with like a brand that like means something and like has like an American sort of uh, yeah. you know, legacy. And it does, uh, I imagine yeah. it will probably but, be a better looking website, platform, mobile app, Cardi B, like marketing, like it it, it, it could work. No, the thing is they had built that equity and then they fucking Fuck. shit it all away. Like they had the yeah. equity, they built it and they didn't even have a good platform, Alex. So the logo yeah, sucks. I mean, like the, the UI was I like they, this is just like a, a new platform. And then it had the loyalty and it had the following, like it had people on it. And then they, they postured like yeah. they're going to get rid of it. It wasn't, it's not an aesthetic design thing. It's like, you know, it's, it's a thing that they just shit away because of like, they had bad people in charge. You know, this is, I don't think it's, I, a, I think it's a very little to do with like being outdated or like, you know, the aesthetics of the brand. I disagree. I mean, I think aesthetics of the brand are do mean a lot. And I think that's what, you know, again, I think that's, that's the really one of the most um, important, like, um, like values of brand design and branding in general is that, you know, when it comes to uh, a product that people like, like the OnlyFans product is what people like. It is a ability for people to make money. I don't think the design, it's the content, baby. Yeah. I don't think they're doing anything to really like make them sort of uh, 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 an iconic, like established brand. Yeah, but that brand isn't supposed. That brand isn't supposed to be iconic. It's the. It's not supposed to be in the Ooh, forefront. It's not supposed think- to be that. It's supposed to be in the background. It's supposed to be hoisting these people. It's not the OnlyFans brand. Isn't supposed to be like in your face. It's supposed to be, uh, like it's supposed to recede. It's supposed to let the creators' content speak for yeah. itself. Like. I mean, listen, again, there are other brands where the contents are the, the heroes and their, you know, brand still looks like a 2022, like they do like, t- you know, TikTok is doing commercials. Like there is a way to do like content forward branding that isn't, you know, sort of like, again, it's not, it's, it's about the content creators and there is, I, it'll just be interesting to see if Playboy comes in with something that is a little bit more polished, a little bit more. Oh, they for sure will. Like they've got yeah, taste. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to work, but like, I just think it's, 
you know, I, I do think branding does matter and design does matter in these situations yeah. where like, if you have a great product, but you treat your, your, your community like shit and you don't really have a sort of well-designed platform or product or logo or Instagram, or like, you don't have anything that people necessarily like are loyal to. Um, then I think you're susceptible to someone coming in and saying like, we're the new flashy, cool one. And we have Cardi B and we have, you know, kind of some co- sort of cool centerfold, yeah. you know, sort of uh, story. And we have some sort of, uh, you know, a uh, brand that you want to be a part of. And I think yeah. it'll be interesting to see if people are like, I'm going to go. Your point though is incredibly valid, which is like, if it's for, for a lot of people, if it's, five percent more or five percent less that's going to be the big difference so it's like if playboy gives more uh you know sort of a share or more percentage to the actual content creators they're gonna then they're, they're gonna come in and kick ass yeah. like no they will they don't and sure. it's gotta be um yeah they that that's really where uh the war i guess will be won to yeah some extent. i mean i just like you know i i know like aesthetics to you is like the aesthetics of a brand is, you know, crucially important as and it is important. But in this case, I just want to be clear that OnlyFans shit the bed by mm. pull, pulling that shit. And that's and like, so I agree that aesthetics are important, but I felt like, yes. you know, the OnlyFans brand didn't really matter all that much. Like um, they were the kind of the first people to do it. And then. They they yeah. had the market share or whatever the fuck you want to call it, and then they uh, they shit the bed. They, you know, alienated yeah. I, they alienated people. We're saying that, the same thing. That we are, but I'm saying, saying I'm saying that the aesthetics are uh, a little bit a less brand is a, in that in that regard. A brand, yeah, a brand is a feeling. <laughs> if we're gonna get into this, and like everything you do impacts that feeling. And I think to Kevin, your point is like the most important thing that they could do to impact that feeling that people have about OnlyFans is to kick the community off of the platform. Like there's no design in the world that's going to make that like uh, cool, (laughs) like when they treat the community like shit. But I, you know, I do think that, you know, design and uh, sort of celebrity and interface and uh you know sort of uh, other uh marketing and experiential like other parts of building brands do influence the feeling of whether i want to be a part of this one or i want to be a part of that one and i do think that will be i just think centerfold i'm obviously a little biased by the name but like centerfold plus cardi b plus playboy let's see what only you know i think it will be interesting because Bigger's think, not always, bigger, bigger's not always better though. So no, I agree. I mean, this is a you know to bring it back to our our topic before, and we'll wrap up here. Like Spotify was in a similar situation, right? Where Spotify was like the first streaming service on the market, mm-hmm. and you know they were kind of the first movers, and they were the best product, and they had the community. But then Apple came in with the bigger brand and sort of the more like loved sort of history and the better design and they weren't able necessarily, they did take a lot of share from Spotify, but like they didn't knock Spotify out of the race. Yeah. But also continue to do cool branding stuff like wrapped and they have a you know cool design system and they like elevated their brand away from just yeah. being sort of a product engineered green and black, you know, web mobile app. Like they elevated the brand to a yeah. lifestyle brand and they were able to take on Apple and to be honest, they're still kind of in that sort of uh, that game. And so yeah. I, it will be, you know, that's what's interesting about being the first 
player in the yeah. market and then a new player coming in. It's like, last I, thoughts I wouldn't here. be shocked if OnlyFans rebrands. Uh, give okay. us a call. All right. True. Last thoughts here are, first off. Um, Great pod. Fuck. Great job, Kevin. First off, Spotify, <laughs> up. Spotify did not come out and say, we are eliminating music from our platform. <laughs> It'd be fucking gangster if they did. And secondly, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> beautiful, Kevin. Just yeah. really gorgeous. Here. Um, really, um, tying this whole podcast up in a nice yeah, tanked bow. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll end it there. <laughs> I, had two points. I had two, I had two yeah. points, but I, forget I got two point. points. And uh, one of them I'm going to have to get back to you about. Um, it was a good point. It was a good point. I can't wait for you to drop it. On oh, this okay. All right, I got the, fir- the first point was you're only as good as your product. First mm-hmm, off. Mm-hmm, and then the second mm-hmm. one was that, you know, Spotify never said that they were going to delete all music off their platform. So got it. That's so why Ke- Ke- that, that, Kevin's- that's, they didn't make any major missteps. And, you know, Kevin's rules of branding. One, you're only as good as your product. And two, don't kick your community off of your platform exactly i mean listen if you follow those two steps you'll be golden (laughs) you you need a brand if you do that listen kevin (laughs) i mean uh we uh we uh agree to disagree again but um it has been uh a pleasure as always kevin salute to you and most importantly salute to the entire uh, the, the listeners, the people out there, the people that support us, the people that love us. And uh, we're going to be back next week. We're going to start to wrap this year up. We're going to do a. Yeah, we're going to do so. We're going to do. We're going to do, gonna do a little we're year. Gonna yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah. do something. We're not going to. We're not going to give it away. Okay. Won't give it away. We got some special stuff planning. Uh, some stuff. Some special stuff planned for you. It's going to be great. Thank you. All righty. Great podcast. Once upon a time, and I heard that I was ugly. Came from a bitch who nigga wanna fuck on my face, bomb ass tight, racks stuck of shack height, jury on me dash light. I've been listening last night, hit him with that good, good, make a nigga act right. Broke boys don't deserve no pussy. I know that's right.
no face, no case. <laughs>